0: What's up, everyone? It's me, AJ, and you're listening to Housewives Happy Hour, and it's time for the Ultimate Breakdown. Welcome back, everyone, to the Ultimate Breakdown. This week, I'm going to be beginning with Orange County um, slash Beverly Hills, mostly Beverly Hills. Um, so, uh, por- former cast member Brandy Glanville was on a recent appearance of Two Teas in a Pod, which is a podcast hosted by Tamara and Teddy, uh, both former housewives. Um, and she shared all of her feelings on the Orange County cast. So unlike Orange County fans, Brandy is not feeling the return of Heather Dubrow, and it turns out that Heather isn't the only housewife Brandy can't stand. Uh, she also takes major issue with Shannon, who she feels is acting, and Emily, who thinks she, who she thinks is as dull as paint. Um, she said, I can't with Heather. I can't with Shannon either. I feel like she's acting. She also said um, she's not a fan of Heather, but she does like Heather's luxurious home and how she's so uptight. Um, she said, to see that house and all that, that is insa- insanity, but I feel like I was ready for her to go when she was left last time, um, so I don't really know why they brought her back. Um, she continued by saying, Emily to me is boring. I like Gina. However, I feel like there's something, I feel like she's madly in love with her ex-husband's ex-husband still, and I feel sorry for the guy that she's with. That's what it looks like to me, just the way she talks about him, though she's like, but this new guy, he's great. I don't know. Personally, I don't feel that she's in love with her ex-husband at all, but um, clearly, you know, Brandy says what she thinks. Um, Emily, to me, is not boring. I actually really like Emily. I think she's pretty relatable, but I also think that she's not afraid to get her hands dirty in any of the drama. She definitely brings... um, as much as I think she can. Uh, she's definitely not afraid to say what she thinks. I think we saw that clearly in the first episode, so I don't know what Brandy's talking about with that. Um, as far as Heather goes, I think, I mean, you know, she's saying I, I don't know why that they, you know, brought her back. Um, I will say that um, I almost feel as though Heather this season is playing up her you know, her luxury a little bit and her personality. I don't know if you guys kind of know what I mean when I say that, but I just feel like before she was miss fancy pants and now she's like miss fancy pants, you know, to the maximum. Like it's, it's just, I feel like she's taking it to the extreme knowing well that the fans really enjoy seeing her opulent lifestyle. Um, it's definitely interesting to watch Orange County, but, um, I want to kind of wait on my thoughts on Heather and I kind of want to like discuss that once we know a little bit more like once we're farther into the season because i feel like it's too soon to really tell you know how her season back is going but um i will say orange county has been interesting to me lately um but yeah i'm gonna leave it at that (laughs) speaking of brandy during that same interview she did recently admit that she was very upset when she learned she wasn't invited to andy's baby shower um brandy said i was very upset i asked i'm like why am i not invited Um, she added that Andy told her it's only for like the full-time girls now and my feelings were hurt and then I saw that Danielle Staub was there and I'm like she was not a full-time housewife Um, media outlets then reported that Brandy felt snubbed which she denies She took to Twitter to clarify her comments on Tamara and Teddy's podcast. She said, I never said I was snubbed from Andy's baby shower. I just said I wasn't invited because it was only for full-time housewives of that season. I was bummed, but if he invited every ex-housewife ever, they would have had to rent out the Bitcoin center. (laughs) Um, yeah, I think when she's saying Danielle, because at the time that it took place when Danielle was a friend of, um... I don't really feel yeah i mean i kind of agree with brandy there if if he would have invited every past housewife then it literally would have been insane so um i don't think it's anything personal towards brandy but um i think kyle um i think kyle was the one who kind of uh invited everybody for that so i'm pretty sure that she just invited everybody that was currently on the shows and on the cast so um yeah but that's what she had to say she had to clear that up (laughs) clearly now on the topic of Beverly Hills, since they are still filming, there's not much going on. However, there's lots of rumors flowing through the grapevine in the housewives' world. Um, so Kathy Hilton clearly made a boss move and held out on returning to Beverly Hills for the next season, until Bravo agreed her to uh, agreed to pay her more money, and clearly it worked because she is reportedly receiving uh, a generous pay raise for season twelve. And it turns out that her co-stars are less than thrilled. Um, Rinna, Garcelle, Erica, Dorit, Crystal, and Sutton are reportedly green with envy over Kathy's hefty raise. Um, according to a source that spoke with Life and Style, they said the reason for all the jealousy is that Kathy is still considered a friend of the housewives. She's not an official regular, not yet anyways. Um, while Kathy's sister Kyle isn't upset about her raise, the rest of the ladies in the cast are... Um, the source said the housewives are furious and stirring up a fuss. It caused major salary snooping investigation in the Beverly Hills cast. The insider also added that every other cast member wants to know what Kathy's making this season. If if, and if they find out that it's more than what they're making, there's going to be hell to pay over at Bravo. Um, I don't know how true this is, but if I had to say salaries were never really that big of a deal. Um, like when housewives kind of started, this was never really a big topic. But it's crazy because it's so public now. And, you know, the fact that TMZ is reporting that Kathy is holding out on filming because she wants more money. The fact that that is what, like, we're talking about now is crazy because now, you know, it's just, it's kind of stupid because you really should be paid in terms of what you bring to the franchise, right? So, Kathy, she deserves that check because honestly, um, without, I mean, I would say that last season, Erica and Kathy probably brought it the most um, in, in terms of comedic effect and just drama. I mean, really, with Erica, there was so much going on. So uh, if anybody gets pay raises, I would say it would probably be Kathy and Erica. However, um, do I really feel like the ladies, you know, collectively all deserve more money? I mean, no, because it's a show and I feel like everybody should be paid what they're what, you know, what's fair. Um, And Kathy is a pretty big member, even though she's just a friend of she did have a pretty big impact. So I'm going to say that as long as it's not like a significantly larger amount, then um, I think that people kind of need to relax a little bit. But I don't know. It's just a rumor, so we don't even know if it's true or not. But what do you guys think? Do you think that Kathy should have been paid more money? Do you think that the others deserve more? Let me know. Message me because I want to hear what you have to think on this topic because it's just crazy that we're still talking about salaries well into like the middle of filming. For the new show, and like I said, I don't even know if this is true or not, but just something to think about. Sorry, I want to circle back over to Brandy's interview real quick because I forgot to share this. Um, so Brandy already made it known that she's not enjoying the return of Heather, she also thinks that Shannon is acting and that Emily is as dull as paint. On top of all of that, um, Brandy takes major issue with OC newbie Noella um, and her storyline. She said, I just feel like it's too much too soon, honestly. I think she's beautiful and everything. But we just started the season. She's already breaking down in a restaurant and refusing to get out of the restaurant and making a scene. I'm like, it just seems phony too soon. Um, Tamara noted that Noella wa- has wanted to be on the show for a very long time. Uh, and she added that Noella was friends with Vicky and Bronwyn before joining the show. I just want to say something real quick because I actually started the season really enjoying the newbies. Um, I think it was just the initial, like, first, you know, first episode I was like wow this is so exciting it feels like a new franchise but it also feels nostalgic because we're bringing Heather back um, but I have to say as the season's going on um, with Noella specifically because I know I said I was going to wait um, I kind of didn't really like her in the last episode um, and I hate to say that only because I'd love to get you know I'd, I'd love to have her on here and kind of um, share her side of the story with this whole divorce thing because it's just a fucking mess But um, at the same time, I don't really like the way she's coming across, and I don't know if that's just her behavior or the way that she's being edited. It's just kind of not a good look for her, and it's kind of starting to remind me of Bronwyn a little bit, and I know that we all don't like Bronwyn. So (laughs) Um, yeah, so I kind of agree with Brandy on this one, Um, and I feel really bad because I know that Noelle is going through kind of a tough time with this divorce, but then again, I did see her on Watch What Happens Live, and she seemed very fine with everything, Um, so I feel like we're getting maybe a different side of her than we are on social media and on our television screens. So um, I will kind of circle back to the topic of Noella and her character towards the end of the season and give you guys further my opinion. But um, that's, yeah, that's pretty much my opinion so far. So that's actually all I have for Beverly Hills. I'm actually going to move over to New York. We don't have much going on with New York still. However, Luann's ex-husband, Tom D'Agostino, got engaged on what would have been their fifth wedding anniversary. Um, So Tom popped the question to his girlfriend, Danielle Rollins, on December 31st. Uh, Rollins wrote in an Instagram page, or I'm sorry, in an Instagram post, woke up like this alongside a photo of her and Tom's hand. Um... She was rocking a very large sapphire engagement ring that is surrounded by two smaller diamonds. The couple got engaged at a birthday party Rollins was throwing for Tom since his birthday falls on New Year's Eve. Um, And then uh, partygoer Sarah Bray West shared on her Instagram story and said, She said yes. Congrats at Danielle Rollins and at Tom D'Agostino Jr. Um... Back in 2016, um, Luann and Tom wed in a New Year's Eve ceremony in Palm Beach, Florida. However, their happily ever after was short-lived. Oddly enough, Tom proposed to his new bride-to-be in Palm Beach as well. Uh, seven months after tying the knot, Tom and Luann ended their marriage, and he later moved on with Rollins. The two have been together for four years. Um, I mean, happy for him, really? Like, that's kind of really bizarre. But anyways, you're probably wondering what Luann had to say. Um, to this news, basically. Um, so Luann did an interview with Page Six um, saying that she has nothing but well wishes for Tom, surprisingly. She said, I'm not somebody who dwells in the past. I'm not a big reminisce. Uh, reminisce. Um, and sometimes I would like to be, but I'm just not that person. That whole story is behind me. Um, I've moved on and I only wish Tom the best. Um, she also said, There's still a part of me that wishes that it would have worked out. I'd still have my penthouse. I'd have a place in Palm Beach, Florida, and maybe I could have avoided a lot of problems. But things happen in life, and I look at them as learning experiences. Um, She also said that she believes that her split with Tom was the catalyst for her successful career as a cabaret performer. She said, I don't know if my cabaret would have been such a big success if I didn't go through all that drama in my life. People are so supportive of me that they wanted to come and see me rise like a phoenix. Um, She also said, what I did was I took lemons and I made lemonade and a cabaret career. And that was so unexpected. You just have to pick yourself up by your bootstraps and keep it moving. That's what I try to do with my life. Um, And then she also said, when it comes to the type of man she's searching for, she said, I really want somebody who completes the situation for me and completes the package for me. I have a great life. I have beautiful children. I have beautiful homes. I have a career. I'm busy. I'm looking for somebody who's like-minded, who I can travel with, who has my back, who I can trust who's handsome and somebody who adds to my life and doesn't take away from my life. Um, She said if her next beau is willing to film for New York, Luen says she thinks, she says she'll think twice before introducing him to viewers. She said it really just depends on the person I think. That's a bridge I'll cross when I get to it. It's like bringing somebody home to meet my kids. Unless I'm confident and I know that this person is around to stay and I know that I can trust him and I know that I want to bring him around my kids, that's how I feel about bringing him around the show. I think that's a great response to say look i think we're all kind of rooting for luann at this point i mean she's had just kind of a tough you know past and we've definitely watched the highs and lows of her of her romantic life play out on the show um i mean we've seen her be married divorced single dating um but um i i don't know i mean i think i think it would be nice for her to find somebody that really you know that she can spend the rest of her life with same goes for ramona um As crazy as she is, I wish her also the best. (laughs) Moving on over to Orange County, just a few things to share. Um, Steve Lodge is engaged three months after splitting with Vicky. Um, In a statement to People, um, Steve announced his engagement to his girlfriend, Janice Carlson, who is 37. She said, uh, I'm sorry, (laughs) he said, I did ask Janice on December 20th if she would become Mrs. Steve Chavez Lodge, and she happily agreed. Um, he said, we will be married in April, 2022. He added, we are both very excited, incredibly happy, totally in love and look forward to our life together. Uh, <laughs> Janice is a third grade teacher in Orange County. She and Steve have been dating since September. The two went Instagram official with their relationship on Christmas day. This will be Steve's fourth marriage and Carlson's first. Um, not surprisingly, the Bravoverse was shocked by the news. Um, yeah, I, I was just Floored. I mean, so um anyways, um Tamra told her you dodged a bullet on an Instagram story. Um and she also dubbed Steve a loser by adding the song Congratulations, you're a loser to the post about Steve's engagement. Um <laughs> Meanwhile, Andy Cohen showed his support on Twitter and said he hopes Vicky finds a new man in twenty twenty two. He said if at Vicki gumbelson doesn't find a great guy this year, it won't be a good year. She deserves it. Hashtag full love tank for Vicky. Uh, Vicky reacted to Steve's engagement news in a statement to page six and admitted that she doesn't wish him well She said I really don't want to give him any more publicity. He's a fame whore Um, She responded to Andy's tweet saying thanks Andy I'm starting to lose hope that there are any good single guys that are loyal around anymore. What is wrong with people? I I really thought that Steve and and Vicky were were gonna be good together I'm really sad to hear that they didn't work out. Obviously he's a loser. I mean, I don't wish him the best. I'm definitely with Vicky on that and everybody else. Um, And yeah, in the words of Tamara, congratulations. You're a loser. (laughs) So I do have a recent interview that Kelly did with my buddy, David Yontef over at behind the velvet rope that I just want to share my thoughts on. Um, She claims that she's on good terms with Bravo and Andy in a new interview, despite um, the recent drama that she kind of got herself into on Twitter with Andy um, she said, I don't have a bad relationship with Bravo or with Andy Cohen at all. Um, because of this, she believes that she could appear on future seasons of Real Housewives Ultimate Girl Strip. She said, So I think it's possible the network has love slash hate for me. They do. They know that I'm a hard worker, they know how dedicated I am and how I'm never late. I'm easy to work with. If they tell me to shut up, I typically do. Um when it comes to being fired from OC, Kelly insists that Heather return um Heather's return played a part in her being let go from the show. Um, she said, Tamara told me 100%. Tamara told me and Tamara's friends with everybody. So Tamara said that she had 100% had something to do with it. Um, while it's no secret that Kelly made some controversial comments during her last year on the show, Kelly says that she doesn't understand how she was let go, but people who committed crimes still have jobs on Bravo. She said, you know, people that have been involved in the law that have committed real crimes, allegedly, 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 they can be on there, but somebody who has an opinion and who doesn't fit their narrative gets fired. Um, I think I've said this before, but I will say it again. I've always thought that, um, you know, that Kelly got fired because Heather was coming back. I just figured that, um, I mean, if you go back and watch the older seasons, the season that Kelly um, stayed on and Heather left, um, they did not get along at all. And I feel like Heather is kind of a no-nonsense girl, and she just won't put up with anything um, if she doesn't like it. And I think that was probably one of her stipulations if she was to return, to return to the show. Um, I wouldn't put that past her. And if Tamara's saying it's true and Kelly's saying it's true, then I really feel like that's the reason. Um, I will say, as controversial as Kelly Dodd is, I know y'all, you know, there's some people that don't like her. Um, She was great for Orange County because she said whatever the hell was on her mind. And, um, yeah, she might have had a kind of, you know crazy opinions on everything but I I I feel like that's a nice way to describe Kelly um yeah I feel like you know everybody has their opinion and Kelly definitely shared hers and I know a lot of people didn't like her however I do feel like she brought a lot to the show and it's kind of a bummer that she's not on anymore only because there's nothing to really talk about in terms of like insanely said things on the show but um I totally get it um so it's definitely you know Obviously, life goes on in the Housewives world, but um, I would have loved to see her continue. But I definitely think that Heather had something to do with it. So that's actually all I have for Orange County. I'm going to close off with one final thing um, over in Salt Lake City. So um, Meredith Marks is shutting down Whitney and Heather um, Heather's theory that she was in cahoots with Mary Cosby and that they both had something to do with Jen Shaw's arrest. So on the last episode of Salt Lake City, Whitney and Heather had a major gossip session about Mary and Meredith's recent thick-as-thieves bond. Um, Whitney claims that Mary told Lisa, see what happens when you mess with my church, you wind up in jail, uh, when they discussed Jen's arrest. This um, made both Whitney and Heather believe that Mary had something to do with the feds arresting Jen. And then Whitney said, that's what it frickin' sounds like, right? Either she really is God or she knew something, she wasn't on the bus that day with us. Uh, the two also found it suspicious that neither Meredith nor Mary joined them on the bus ride to Vail. Um, Heather said, It's not crazy that Mary might have something to do with Jen's arrest. There's no way she's over all the horrible things that went through last year. Jen mocking her marriage, being relentless on social media. It wouldn't surprise me if Mary still had residual anger. Um, she also said, Meredith and Mary are tight. Meredith has Mary's back and those two are in cahoots completely. Uh, if you go on this theory that Meredith perhaps knew something... She hired a private investigator. What if the private investigator came across something and Meredith had some sort of suspicion or knew something was going to go down and she told Mary and that's why Meredith and Mary were not on the bus with us. So that was from the last episode of Salt Lake City. While this is all, um, you know, wildly interesting, um, (laughs) according to Meredith, it's, you know, couldn't be further from the truth. Um, so she tweeted in reaction to the episode we all saw, While I appreciate the notion that you think that I have the power to influence a decade-long FBI investigation, I had a cyber specialist investigate threatening texts sent to my son and Heather. I shared the info with Heather every step of the way. A specific person wasn't investigated. The threats were. I doubt that a cyber specialist would be able to break into a decade-long federal investigation. Um... I actually don't doubt that because given the power of social media and, you know, the Bravo fan base, I can just say that there's lots of things that we can find out. <laughs> so I wouldn't put it past a cyber invest, a cyber specialist or whatever she calls it. Um, do I think that Meredith was the person who called feds on Jen? No. I definitely think that that's not something that she's capable of or is even like, you know, something that she would think about doing. Um, however, I actually started to think about this theory that um, that the cyber specialist had come across something and that um, and that they kind of knew. So I'm thinking that this could be true. Um, obviously, it's, you know, a rumor like it's it's not proven to be true. However, Meredith and Mary, they didn't you know, they didn't come on the bus that day. And there's this huge thing going around where everybody's like, you know, how did the feds know that we were at Beauty Lab? Um, well, production could have said something um, and just wanted to wait and capture it on camera. That would have been honestly something to not put past the Bravo producers to do. And we love them for that. So thank you, Bravo producers, for potentially having a say in that. Um But... I also think that it really could have been true that, um, for example, the cyber specialist came across this information and they said to Meredith, well, you need to, you know, uh, you need to be complicit. Um, if that's the right word I'm using. I hope I'm using that correctly. Basically, she needs to come forth with any information and not withhold any information. Um, so if she would have said, you know, um, well, we are going on a trip, so um, I know for a fact that we're all going to be in the same place at this time in this place, whatever. um, That could have been something that she could have done. Now, it's kind of a wild, outlandish thing. But is it? I mean, I don't know. Um, So I do think that... um, So, yeah, I do have to disagree with Meredith and say that she doubts that a cyber specialist would be able to break into that. I don't know that the cyber specialist is trying to break into this decade-long federal investigation, quote-unquote. However, they definitely could have come across something like, you know, certain law papers that were filed I don't know it it's not it's not uncommon that something like this could have happened but um I will say that I don't really think that this whole theory of how did everybody know that we were at beauty lab is really that big of a deal I mean in an age of social media it really could have been easy um to to find this out I mean we know when they're taping the reunions we know where they're taping we know when they're starting. We know who's a new cast member. I mean, in this age of social media, we pretty much know everything before it airs. And I think I could speak for all the Bravo fan pages that we collectively look for so much information online. So it wouldn't, re- it wouldn't be entirely hard for us to figure out that that's where they are going to be. That's where they were meeting. Um, Park City or Salt Lake City is a kind of small town. So I would assume that, uh, you know, I'm sure the word would pass around really quickly that The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City are at Beauty Lab, which is just so happens to be Heather's business. So um, I don't know. What do you guys think? Let me know on Instagram because I really want to know what you guys think. Um, However, I do love Meredith. So Queen Meredith, don't hate me for coming after you. But I love you. um, And I definitely think that this could be more than what it is. So there's that. (laughs) Well, my friends, we have reached the end of the ultimate breakdown. I hope you enjoyed it. Here is your flash filming update. Atlanta is currently still filming. Beverly Hills is currently still filming. Miami uh, is airing on Thursdays or streaming on Peacock. I'm sorry. Uh, New Jersey will be airing on Tuesday, February first. Um, New York is still on hiatus. Orange County, of course, is airing on. Excuse me. Of course, uh, it's airing on Wednesdays. Potomac is, I heard, um, filming. Um, so I, I, guess we'll kind of wait and see. I don't have any casting updates, but I've heard they started filming. Um, and Salt Lake City is currently still airing on Sundays. Um, and the reunion was filmed yesterday. So, um, we are reaching the end of the season. I will let you guys know when I know more information about, um, the reunion. And I, of course, will post reunion looks on Housewives Happy Hour with AJ on Instagram. So everybody stay tuned. Um, and thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you soon.